Keeping it real, son. <laughs> Sounds so good, don't you agree? The shining star. You're my shining star, girl. <laughs> Yo, New York in the house. It's Brooklyn in the house. Uptown in the house. Hope everybody is listening right now and clapping their hands. Clap. India, it's Memphis in the house. Baby, come on. So I got a quick question for you. What do you think about when you hear that song? The first thing that comes to mind beside the woo. What's the first thing that comes? What's the second thing that comes to mind when you hear that song? Is there something in particular that I'm supposed to be thinking about? Yes. Everybody right now who's listening to the podcast is answering that question. The first thing you think about. Now the question is making me feel like I feel pressured. Oh, my God. I feel pressured right now. What part of the culture are you from? You talk about the movie. Yeah. Rush Hour. Okay, then. I thought it was like some sort of hidden message. No, you think about no. Sue Young. Yeah, Every hitting them notes in the car. You hear that song, you can't help but see Sue Young in the backseat <laughs> going to school, about to get kidnapped. Give it up for Sue Young. <laughs> rush Hour is like, well, all of them. I like all the Rush Hours. Um, I think Rush Hour 2 was the best one. I think they found their footing in Rush Hour 2. But Rush Hour 2 is Rush Hour 1 is a classic too. I was gonna say as well. I feel like one is like my favorite. But they're all good to me. I, I, would, I would sit here and watch all three of them back to back. I would definitely agree with you on that. We've done that before. In Miami, we watched one. We were getting ready. I was gonna say we out. watched a movie in Miami. We were getting ready to go out. <laughs> And while we were getting dressed, Rush Hour was on in the background. And we didn't leave to go out until that movie went off. When I was pregnant. No. When I was pregnant? No? No. Oh. (laughs) This was just a random trip to Miami. Yeah. So welcome back, everybody. This is She and I. I am the host, B-Love, and I always have my very special host with me, India Marie. India Marie and B-Love, we are back on this phenomenal Tuesday. I hope everybody had an amazing weekend, but where are my manners? This is the best thing to happen on a Tuesday. Well, since Monday... In India. <laughs> what? Are you okay? I'm like joking. Are you? I'm trying to figure it out. What? Let me stop and pause for one second. I want to say excuse me. My voice is going in and out. Like it did on a previous episode a long time ago. Which means that you're sick. No, I'm definitely not sick. I feel amazing. It's a, um, I don't know, I'm hoarse. I was already getting hoarse last episode. That sounds like you're getting sick. 
Blake got sent home from daycare today. I don't know what that was about. y'all over there passing germs back and forth. I don't know what that was about. But at any rate, I was getting a little hoarse last week. But then I powered through the podcast. I went on to teach my job, teach at my job. And then I came back and I'm on the podcast again. Sound like you need to take a break. With what? I love all this. I'm never taking a break from y'all. I love y'all too much. Oh. <laughs> okay. Ain't no breaks. Anyway, India, how was your weekend? Um, it was good. It was fun. Like, well, Saturday we didn't do anything. <laughs> it rained, it all, rained day all day. It rained all day. And um what Sunday we took Blake to the zoo for the first time? We did. We took Blake to the zoo for the first time. And I feel like he had a ball. He did have a ball. Maybe that's why he's sick. Maybe he touched something and licked his hands and caught some oh. other kids' germs. You know what? That's why I'm kind of I'm kind of uh, fickle when it comes to high chairs. I don't necessarily want him sitting in high chairs, but there's Where nowhere else, else him to sit. sit. <laughs> you gotta sit in the high chair. It's like um, carry disinfectant wipes with me everywhere we go yeah. and disinfect the high chair. It's something you have to do. Down. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Disinfect the high chair, and then Blake won't be sick. But the, the well, we zoo don't know was if cool. He got it from the high chair. Yeah, he did. Saying. He did. Okay. The zoo was cool. I enjoyed the zoo. Um, this weekend was great. I think we had a good time. It was a good time. You know, I think the Nashville Zoo is a bit underwhelming. Yeah. But um, it was a beautiful day. So. It was good to get out the house. Daylight savings sat time. In the house all day on Saturday. Give it up for daylight savings time one time. Matter of fact, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hit the button. During the week, we got deep. Chill. Let's talk on the podcast. So I wanted to talk about something, but before I got there, India sitting here with a glass of wine. <laughs> Shaking the glass that is in her hand, trying to make the wine taste better. <laughs> I don't like it. She said it was nasty, so I guess her swiveling the wine will make it taste better. Anyway, shout out to Daylight Saving Time. I don't really understand why we have to fall back. I don't know, but I I feel like I heard something about... Somebody discussing to pass a bill. Yeah. Um, so that we don't have to fall back. I feel like whoever I mean, made that rule. Because it's really pointless, right? Like, what's the purpose of it? I know a couple of places they don't even recognize daylight savings time. Uh, yeah, they don't do it in um Phoenix because you Phoenix, know my job right. has an office in Phoenix and they don't do it. I feel like whoever thought of that idea was a sucker. I feel like they didn't have a life. And they did not like sunlight. I agree. And it just, it, it helps me out. Like when I'm in the car with Blake. Because mm. he doesn't like riding in the dark. 
This is true. (laughs) We got some sunlight. So he's in a little bit of a better mood. So it brings me to my point, right? Where I'm trying to get to. I walked outside of work today and I saw the sunshine. And immediately, you know what I did? Smile. From ear to motherfucking (laughs) ear. Boy, I had the biggest grin on my face like I just saw a naked picture of Drea. First thing I thought of, India, I apologize. But it, when I walked outside, I like, look at this. You trash. I feel like sun and palm trees make people happy. No, not everybody. It depends on the person. No, nah, nobody wakes up in Colorado. Nobody wakes up in Minnesota. Nobody wakes up in Chicago in January. Smiling. But some people live there because they like the cold weather. No, but they don't wake up smiling. Is what I'm saying. If I you live, co- I have a coworker, like my, my like my coworker that's from Canada. Yeah, and he's used to it being super cold. Okay, he thinks that we have the most miserable spring and summers of his life. Like he can't stand it because it's so hot and sticky. He can't stand it. He would rather be in Canada cold as hell. Really? I have another coworker. He, That's nasty. He just moved to Nashville for his position with my company. He's from Illinois. And he they like the in cold? Chicago. I understand what you're saying. It's, they it, don't it wake up in the morning smiling. It, de- it depends on what you're accustomed to. Like people who live in cold places like to be cold Mm-mm. you grew up hot it's like it's hot and nasty and sticky in mississippi that's what you used to first of all i don't like the way you tossed around the word hot sticky and nasty it is in hazelhurst mississippi in the summer times it's hot sticky and nasty and y'all have monster mosquitoes i'm not gonna I'll let you sit here i'd rather sit in 50 degree weather than to go being hot, sticky Mississippi, especially in July, with the monster mosquitoes. Well, just remember you can call that. it what you want. You just remember that when Blake and I go to Mississippi in July this year. I already told you that I wanted to go somewhere else anyway. Well, you're going by yourself. You going by yourself. We'll see. Blake going to be with me. We will see. Now, that brings me to my initial point that I was trying to get So before India... Just want to interrupt me. My mosquitoes. It ain't nothing in Mississippi but mosquitoes in your family. Whatever. So we've entered March, right? And that means we are one step closer to summer. Which brings me to the season. What season is that, you may ask? Sundress and swimsuit season. Is there a proper way to express to your significant other that you don't really like her attire going into the summertime? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> like, what if she walks outside <laughs> with a bohemian sundress on and you ain't not really feeling the bohemian vibe? How do I go about telling you that I want to see a little more, I don't know, Modernization in your sundress selection. I'll tell you, find somebody else because 
don't wear sundresses just because they're comfortable. You know how much a vagina sweats in the summertime. No, I want you to wear a sundress. But what if I'm not feeling the way the sundress looks? Like the pattern, the fabric. How do I tell you how to end it? Hmm? Can you go back upstairs and change the clothes? Why does the pattern matter? Matter. You're reading too much into it. I am. I am. Because I'm trying to figure out why you would have a problem with it. If you if you don't mind me wearing sundresses, why do you care about the pattern? The only I don't thing like you the way it have looks. a problem with is how it looks on my ass. I don't care about that. So why would you care about the pattern? Because if I don't like the way it looks, I can't have the right to tell you that I don't like the way your dress looks. Well, well go buy another one. You go buy another one. Because I'm not going to go buy another one. I'm going to so wear this you... one. I'm going to wear this one. Or you going to go buy something else. I'm not buying nothing else. What if I'm like really saying, India, that's... I'm not going anywhere with you with that on. Is there a nicer way for me to say it and then... That will make you change the, clothes. But I'm I'm confused on the reason. Is it is the dress just ugly? Yeah, for lack of a better word, it's just unbecoming. <laughs> In what way though? That's what I'm saying. Is it the fit of the dress? Is it the style of the dress and the way it looks? Is it simply an ugly piece of clothing, or that part? Is it that you don't like the way my butt is moving in the dress? I would say the third part, it's just an ugly dress. So you go upstairs, put it on, I see you, and I say, are you really about to wear that out today? You're going to have to break it down to me because I'm going to be like, what's wrong with what I have on? Then I'm going to say, look in the mirror. Are you sure you want to do this? Yeah, what's wrong with what I have on? It's just not you. I feel like you have much better options in the closet. Okay, well, go pick up, go pick something out for me then. It's pretty reasonable. I just wanted to see how to say that because a lot of times, I'm not going to pick out nothing else. A lot of times, men we do see our women and we want to see you guys look your best. But, and I feel like you always do. But what if that one off chance you come downstairs or you get out of the closet, you come out of the room and your outfit is just not up to par? And I mean, you have you have the right to express that. Would you get mad? Uh, Yeah, no. Yes, you would. No, not necessarily. And that's why I said that's why I was asking you, like, what was what was the reasoning behind you asking me that? Is it simply because the dress is ugly or is it because some insecurity of yours Whoa. to where you don't because we all know, like men love sundress season because mm. of the asses mm. the way they look in the dress during sundress season. We all know that. That's what, that's what I was saying. Is it because of that reason? It was because it's just an ugly-ass dress. If it's just an ugly-ass dress, then I'll go change. <laughs> so if it's an ugly-ass dress, you about to go and change then. Because it might just be ugly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll take your opinion, opinion on that. Okay. That's what I meant. But is it a certain way you would like me to express that when it comes to telling you? I just tell me it's ugly. <laughs> I'm okay with that. No, you're not. Yes, 
you're not okay with it. I've told you that something didn't look right and you took it personally. Because I got so much flavor, I think you always hating on me it, anyway. <laughs> see? <laughs> see? But you're a hater, These though. These types you know of conversations are always one-sided with you. Not really. Yeah, they are. I just know you try to hate on me when it comes to me doing my thing. It's not. No. It, no, Bear. It's simply that the outfit doesn't look right. I guarantee it's a guy listening to this podcast right now saying to himself, be loves right. My lady also hates on me when I get dressed as well. I'm trying to help you out so you're not out here looking like a fool. What you're trying to do is sabotage my flavor. It's kind of like we have, we, you know, we have some friends. Right. And they're married. And they told us, or I don't know if she told you. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> he said that when he met her, he hated the way she dressed. And they started dating. And he basically was like, he basically told her to throw, like, clean out her whole closet because it was all ugly. And he said he didn't want her wearing none of it. And Really? Yeah, and they went shopping. He, he was like, you got to stop wearing nice. this ugly stuff. Basically, pretty- I mean, in a nutshell, he was like, I don't like I don't like none of this stuff you're wearing because I think all she wore was sundresses. I don't think. I, mean, I think all she wore was sundresses. Can a, can a guy dress? Can he dress himself well? Is yeah, he a pretty you good know dress? Him. Oh, okay. That's what's up. <laughs> Did you not catch what I was saying? Yeah, I caught it. I'm making sure that the, <laughs> I'm making sure that the podcast also didn't catch it. But I did catch what you said. But yeah, I remember that now that you say that. Now, I'm going to move right along because I got a little voice now. I forgot what I was going to say next, actually, so... Yeah, I mean, like I said, I I feel like you can express how you feel if you're just flat out not feeling my style. Now, this if this is truly my personal style, then we're gonna have to come to like a like mm. a middle ground. Like we're gonna have to compromise on some stuff because I feel like I shouldn't have to change my complete style and wardrobe because of your opinion. Speaking of sundress season, do the majority of women during sundress season wear panties? It's for research purposes only. Depends on the sundress. Depends on how tight the sundress is. What you mean? If it's super tight. Like, I've worn a sundress with no panties before. You did? I have. You have? Yes. Did I know about this? Probably not. I don't know. Depends on how hard you were looking at my butt. Pause right there. Do you feel like you need to check with me before you decide to wear a sundress with no panties? No. <laughs> no, I don't. You are a floozy. <laughs> I don't care what you call me. Why do I have to check with you? With my panties. The reason it's why my you dress. Che- the reason why you should check with me. It's my ass underneath this dress. But if we go out. And you have that sundress on with no panties and a gang of dudes walk up to you and they say something out of character. Bear. It's up to me. No, Bear. First of all, my butt is so small that it really doesn't matter. Second of all, 
I could be wearing anything. I could be wearing leggings. Like, there have been multiple times where I've worn a dress, leggings, pants, like, no panties. Did you know? No, you didn't know. Every time I, I probably go, did. Every time I go get a wax, I don't put panties on afterwards. Ooh, get that thing. <laughs> so, wax. Because the panty line will irritate All right. your actual panty line, and it can cause bumps. Okay. You would never know that. The only reason why you know it now is because I just said it. So, why should I have to ask you or tell you every time I'm not wearing underwear? You Because you wouldn't know on a regular basis. Listen, I just wanted to throw it out there and see how you felt about it. Do I feel like you need to tell me? No, I don't care. Some people might. Uh, well, that's between them and their relationship. And this one, I don't think I'm going to tell you next time I'm not wearing panties unless I want you to know and I want you to stick your hand underneath I'm just going to lift it up anyway and find <laughs> out. <laughs> I'm going digging for treasure. I'm a treasure troll. Because I'd rather wear no panties than a thong. Thongs give you yeast infections. You said that on the last podcast. I told you. I, I still stand by that. Yeah, you do. You are a firm, no-thong supporter. I am. And I really like thongs, so we got to find a... We don't have to find a common ground between that. You we do, because I like... Cheekies. No, I really <laughs> enjoy a good-looking thong. Ain't nothing <laughs> like a good-looking thong on a girl. I'm telling you. Okay, well, that'll be a special occasion thing. Listen to me. It's nothing like seeing a woman... Step out of the bathroom, getting ready. That little piece of fabric up that butt. Oop. Make that old so weenie why, wiggle. Why is it that a thong is so special? So much more special than just being butt naked. It's almost like the thong leaves a little bit to the imagination, right? It's not if we're married and you see me naked every day. There's nothing for you to imagine. You know what it looked like inside and out. But it just adds a little more sex appeal to it. Okay. It's like wrapping up a gift. Why do we wrap up a gift? Why don't we just hand out <laughs> gifts as soon as we get them? You know I'm not opposed to that at all. The unwrapping of the <laughs> gift makes it that much more special when you Get that gift. Oh, when you get that gift, boy, it's nothing like it. So I want to see nice wrapping paper well, on you. I've had, I've stopped wearing thongs. I've had a very happy vagina. So mm. that, it, that it's just not going to be a regular thing. So are now there, that I know that, that like, that's what you really want, like I might buy one just to wear it for five minutes until you take it off. So what about like is, on the? It's really pointless. So it's what like about lingerie. on the beach? It's like lingerie. Yeah, lingerie is pointless. It's too much. It's too much fabric. <laughs> Are you kidding me? Listen. So you want to see a thong, but you don't want to see lingerie. All right, would you That's rather insane. have? Listen, hold on. Would you rather have a gift bag, or would you rather have your gift wrapped? Gift bag. No, I'd rather have my gift wrapped. Okay, that's the difference. With a nice bow on no, it. No, I definitely don't like wrapping nobody's gift. I'm not saying you got to wrap the gift, but which one would you rather have? The nice gift wrap box or the bag with tissue paper I coming out? I actually prefer a bag with tissue paper. You're lying. I do. I do. You're not going to sit up here and make I me do. believe that. You're lying. I do. 
I do. Personal preference. I, I don't have to have my gift wrapped. Well, I don't necessarily either. But sometimes... Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. I like that wrapping paper. And I want to see the wrapping paper on you. So what I'm going to do is <laughs> I'm going to research thongs that don't leave yeast infections. There has to be some out there. Everything's organic these days. Okay, well, when you find them, you can buy them. And I'll wear them before we have sex for five minutes. I bet that Fenty lingerie doesn't give you thongs. That Fenty X doesn't give you yeast infections. It depends on the fabric sometimes. We need to email Rihanna and ask her this. <laughs> Go ahead, Beard. But if I eat nothing. Yeah, I need to talk to Rihanna about this situation. I bet she would know. Guarantee Rihanna would know. But moving on. Now, I said all that to say, if you're out in your sundress and me and you are walking out somewhere together and all of a sudden you run into somebody you had dealings with. I don't know what type of dealings. It could have just this been sex. like a very insecure statement. It could have just been sex. It could have just been dating. Whatever the case may be. And you, do you speak to that person or do you let that person keep walking past? What does the sundress have to do with this the scenario? The sundress has nothing to do with it. I'm trying to just tie everything together and make a cohesive podcast. Can you just follow along? <laughs> that made no sense. I said we were so out together. So you said together if you're out together. With your significant other. Okay. And you see somebody you used to have dealings with. Okay. Do you speak to that person or do you turn your head and pretend like you don't see him? Uh, I think it depends on which exit is. What's that supposed to mean? <laughs> like. I mean, help me figure out what that means. Like, some, like I have exes that I didn't end on bad terms with. It was just like, it's just over. Like, it's, there's no bad blood. Like, it wasn't like a breakup. Right. Like, we're cussing, every, cussing each other out. Like, I hate you or nothing like that. It just ended. We just, you know, we just weren't meant to be together. So, in that case, I might wave and keep going. Or especially, like, if if, if he waved at me, I'm, I'll am just wave back and keep going. Mm-hmm. But I have other exes that I literally, like, despised. Right. Like, I'm just like, like ugh. I can't believe I ever talked to them. Make my flesh crawl. Okay. I'm not going to speak to them. Check this out. So what if it's somebody that doesn't know that you're married, right? Or they don't even necessarily know that you and I are walking together. And they mm-hmm. come up to you with open arms like, Dang, Andy, where you been? Girl, it's been so long. Good to see you. <laughs> and I'm sitting in the cut like, what's this name? <laughs> What am I supposed to do? I feel like that makes for a very <laughs> awkward situation, especially it depends on how he's coming in for the hug. Like if you coming in for like the forward hug, like you know, you your bodies are facing each other, then right. I'm not gonna do that hug. I'm gonna step to the side so I can do a halfway hug. He coming in hot though. <laughs> he's coming straight in for the the real deal hug. That sounds intense. I, I don't I feel like nobody would do that. If I don't know. All right. Well, if you don't know, where have you been under a rock? Maybe I was in Afghanistan. 
like your your scenarios are very extreme tonight. <laughs> How it happens? Okay, it happens. If, okay, you were in Afghanistan. So, um, oh my god, what, you what? I didn't even know that you had anything going on. India is not a um, good host when she's not leading the conversation. I'm going to let y'all in on a little secret right now. You asked me a question. I answered your question. I threw you a question back. I was choking. I didn't know you were choking. Sometimes I choke, okay? Because my voice is not where it needs to be tonight. Did you take your honey? <laughs> let me tell y'all something. India had me last night because I was coughing and I'm trying to get over this voice, this horse issue. India thought it was a bright idea to give me honey and cinnamon. Did you cough last night? Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I took that. No, you didn't. And absolutely nothing happened. You bear your life. You, Because you were not coughing last night. You actually need to thank Jasmine because she's the one who told me about that when I was coughing a couple weeks ago. Jasmine, who? Which one? Uh, Clemens. Uh, I know she lying. <laughs> and I know you're going to listen. I know you're lying, Jasmine. No, I'm serious. Mm-mm, I don't I'm believe serious. neither one of y'all. And you weren't coughing last night, so it must have helped a little bit. Mm-mm, and you I'm overdosing on rubber testing. Something got to be helping. That's true. So, anyways, back to your outrageous scenario. I just wanted to know, you know, um, if I happen to see... One of my exes out. I'm probably... Well, first of all, I know your exes, and I know they're not going to hug you. Definitely not. We are not on any hugging terms. <laughs> so, um, one of them will definitely speak if I'm not standing there. One will speak. I think, I think both will. I think both would. I would like to think so. I didn't do anything to anybody. Nigga, Barry, shut up. I didn't do anything. Okay. Enough. So you don't think both of my exes will speak to me? Are you? No, I don't. Indeed. Well, one of them does speak to you. Like I said, she speaks to you when I'm not around. I'm so confused right now. Barry, you are a terrible person. Huh? Back then. Why would you expect them to speak to you? Because I'm a nice guy, I've changed. You're delusional. I'm a changed person. Why You're delusional. Would people grow up but, but, and evolve. Yeah, people grow up and evolve, but you were the, a shit person. That was the last person that they remember. Because that, that was the last person that you no. were. No. What happens is people see how far you've come in life, and they're like, oh, I'm happy for him in the space that he's in. Great. You don't think that? So I they mean, would if, that's speak. You, if that's how you feel. I don't know. I'm saying we, as, a, as a woman. If that's how you feel. Would I speak to you? No. I wouldn't. Even though I've come this far in my life? I don't life, give a shit. You didn't come that far in my life. No, I wouldn't speak to you. But maybe I've done you a favor. Like right? what? I by feel being, like you're thinking too highly of yourself no, right now. No, I'm not. Yes, Listen, you are. By being a terrible human being back then, I... I apologize to everybody on the podcast. Do you honestly, like, something is wrong with you? <laughs> oh, my God. Why? No. But I, I would not speak to you. 
Indy, I'm hurt. I don't care hurt. how I act with the the guy that I used to talk to before you. It's different. That's not different, Barrett. Y'all weren't even really talking like that. Exactly, and I can't stand him. But But y'all were. Right. So what makes you think that anybody will want to speak to you? Because I was a good person. You weren't a good person. I'm Barrett, change the subject. You got to be crazy. (laughs) You got to be batshit crazy right now. Anyway, I said all that to say I would speak um, to people to, to anybody that I was dealing with if I was with no not I wouldn't I wouldn't go out of my way to speak to anybody if I was with you I'm definitely not going out of my way to speak to no damn body even if I'm not with you oh I'm not going out of my way but if I see you in passing I'm gonna hey what's up girl how you been I'm gonna keep it moving if you're walking through the mall and you see somebody you went hey what's up boy how you been keep it moving no Andy you rude I don't give a rat's ass <laughs> I don't about no me either in passing i, I said i have to ask you how you doing because i don't care that's just a phrase that's i don't care how really, you doing i don't either then i'm getting out of this because i don't care i don't want to get in anybody in trouble any type of trouble i mean i don't care how you doing i don't indy i'm out of it i don't expect you to i don't i'm not going to initiate anything you know what i'm initiating right now let's move on to the next topic Cause you just made me seem like I was going out of my way to speak to people. That's how you made it seem. No, what I'm saying is, I just can't wrap my mind around the fact that you <laughs> think that your exes would come up to you, wanted to start random conversations with you. That's crazy to me. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. All right, this is in it. If we're gonna agree, <laughs> if we're going to agree to disagree. All I said, if I see one of my exes. I feel like that we can speak to one another and just keep it moving. Hey, hey, bye, bye. Why? If we're passing to one another, because I know the person. That's <laughs> <laughs> the first thing. I mean, I don't really have another reason besides I know them and I don't have any hard feelings, you know. <laughs> it is what it is. I'm married with a baby. It is what it is. Like, I think we're too human beings on the path to greatness. Yeah, all my exes are human beings, but I still don't give a fuck what they doing in life right now. <laughs> Everybody Kudos know. To them. I hope they're doing well. I just don't care to get into detail. If I see them, like, it's, what's up? I'm gonna keep moving. Unless they go out of their way to come into my space. Right. So they get, they go out of their way, let's say, for kicks and giggles. You went to a wedding. And <laughs> <laughs> one of your exes was there. Well, that did happen. And you saw that nigga stay clear away from me. I wonder why. Far away from me. I wouldn't mind him speaking. I wouldn't have. He was probably just being respectful. That's a nice dude. He was never he was never a douchebag. Like that, we didn't end on bad terms. Right. I just thought about that. I had to like make it a live scenario. <laughs> no, like we didn't end on bad terms. He just couldn't get his shit together and I wasn't willing to stick around for him to figure it out. So But listen to what you're saying, right? You 
would have still spoke to him even after he couldn't get his shit together. You just said the same thing about me. You said I was a terrible human being. Oh, all of your girlfriends. I wouldn't necessarily say I cheated. <laughs> what the fuck? You cheated on all your girlfriends. It's different. Know what it was? Let's have a moment of honesty right now. No, I'm going to go ahead and put it out there. Have a moment of clarity. Sometimes as a man, we're scared to admit that we may be scared to be alone. Maybe I've said this like like wait like three podcasts already. I didn't I didn't hear you. I don't remember you saying it. Maybe I was afraid of being alone. That I had instead of doing the right thing by saying, "Hey, I don't want to be with you anymore. I'm going to be with her." I prolonged the situation longer. Well, I drug the situation out longer than it should. But we already know, we already know this, Barry. You said this on like three episodes already. Oh, okay. I'm just making we sure that it's stated. All right, cool. I said <laughs> that I wasn't a good person. So leave me alone, like the song said. You brought this up. Leave me alone. You brought this up by believing that people just want to come speak to you. I, see, because you, you be loved. words in my mouth. Hey. <laughs> Perfect baddie. Sounds about again. right. Add it again. Now, I don't... It's supposed to be a short episode, but I do have one thing I need to get to real quickly. We are all, I feel like, at the stage of our lives, or we've all, or we know people right now who are at this stage in their lives that are thinking about making a life transition, right? Like a big move or something drastic changing in their life. How does that conversation go with you and your significant other? Like, for instance, me, just say, I tell you tomorrow, I'm, I'm at work and I had a bad day. I come home and I say, Indy, in a month, we're up and we're moving to L.A. How does that conversation go? How does that conversation look? How does it sound? How does it feel? Or, for instance, I come home tomorrow and I say, Indy, I want to go back to school. How does it look? How does it feel? How does it sound? Or, or even taking it back further, right? When you and I were dating, sometimes we have people who make decisions based off of somebody that they're dating that will keep them stationary in a certain or in a particular area. I'm not saying you settled. What I'm saying is you may in your mind in the beginning before you met the special person May have wanted to do something else, but like me, me you. like me and you, you and I, like, but meeting that person kind of deviated your plan a little bit. So, how does the conversation look to you? Well, I mean, as far as like, I never wanted to settle in Nashville, right? Ever, but then I met you, and then it was just kind of like, well. Here I am. Because we, we couldn't leave. I mean, we, so far we haven't been able to leave because of your business. Um, you know I hit the button for that. So, yeah, it was never in my plans to settle here. I still don't want to settle here. Like, I don't want to live here permanently. 
Um, but I feel like when you decide to settle with somebody, it's it's a give and, give and take process. Mm-hmm. And while I knew that I didn't want to settle here, I didn't know exactly where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do. So that wasn't enough to make me say that I didn't want to stay with you because we were stuck in Nashville. Don't use the word stuck. It's a well, nasty not stuck, word. but we've been here for a long time. I've been here a lot longer than you have. Because you're a lot older than me. 26. <laughs> Anyways. And then in other situations, I feel like it's all about compromise and so if you were to come home and you were to say next month I want to move to LA I'm going to say okay what's your plan how are we going to make it because we are not currently struggling here in Nashville so what are we going to be doing in LA and then what if I told you like listen plan is I have money saved up and I'm going to go and out I'm there. I'm saved up for how many months? And I'm going to go to LA and I'm going to look for a job. But then while, while I'm looking for a job, I'm going to get a part-time job doing XYZ. Okay. How many months do you have saved up for? And I'll say I got six months saved up. Okay. Six months. We're going to move to LA. And we're going to reevaluate this in six months. See where we're going. And if we can actually do this. I'll give you six months. Six more months. So we're doing a year in LA. And if whatever you wanted to do have not popped off in a year, we're coming back to the South. Because I'm not staying in LA. Especially with no baby. Struggling. All right, now let me back up a little bit. School. What if somebody came to you and they said, or even I came to you, somebody. It's India. I want to go back to school to get my doctorate degree. Okay. How would that conversation look? Go for it. This all it would be? Yeah, go for it. No, it wouldn't. Are you quitting your job? Nah. If you're not not quitting your job, go for it. We're going to obviously have to have a conversation about what help around the house looks like because that will literally take up all of your time. Because you you are already consumed with your nine to five and then your side business. So assuming the rest of your free time would be spent with you getting your doctorate degree. So like I said, we're going to have to look at what extra help looks like Mm -hmm. for me. But what if you came with something like that? Or what if you came to me and said, I want to be a stay at home mom? How would that conversation feel? How would I don't that know. Go? How would that feel, big? Well, India, here we go. I'm talking like you right now. Now, so I would tell you to devise a plan in order to create some kind of income. That's on not a stay-at-home mom. Your own. That's not a stay-at-home mom. That's what I would say. You asked me how the conversation was going. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you that that's not a stay-at-home mom. But that's, I'm that's telling a, you. That's a, that's, a, that's a working mom just out of her house. But I do feel like that, I, and I would tell you this, 
a talented individual like yourself who's young and who's mobile should consider while staying at home figuring out how to cultivate income and grow your own business. Okay. If I say okay. I would then give and you then, six months. <laughs> you can't say six months just because I said six months. I said six months. What, what is your realistic timeline? So if I quit and then I say, okay, I'm going to try to work. And then what if it doesn't? What what then? What's your timeline? Like okay, India, because you know we 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 know a couple who <laughs> the plan was you know for her to stay at home for a little while, and she ended up staying home a lot longer than what she said she was gonna stay at home. It's true. So would that just depend on okay? Well, I, I feel like I know you well enough. I feel like if it came down to it, where you like India, you need to get a job because I can't pay for everything. Like I need you to help out. I feel like you would tell me that as soon as you felt that way. You better know it immediately. And I always wondered that, like, even let's say some of the some of our friends that are in school right now, in grad school, in law school, and after they get done with grad school, law school, they all of a sudden tell their significant other, hey, I'm going to practice law over here. Are you willing to go with me? And what if the other person says, no, I'm going over here to do my own thing. Are you willing to go with me? Who wins in that battle? Mind you, these two people are not married yet, but they are in a committed relationship. I feel like if they're not married, they should go and do what they got to do. Okay. Because I feel like your significant other shouldn't be the one to hold up hold up your dreams. And if it's meant for y'all to be together, that person will still be there when you finish school. Like, huh. don't, and especially with people being young. And that's why I have a hard time trying to, or that's why I'm not trying to fit the mold of the typical wife or mom just because of what those the women did before us right did because they did like I don't know very many women that actually got to do what they exact like what they wanted to do mm-hmm. you know there's so many older women who are school teachers and nurses and that's because that was like the prominent field for women and, you know, right. that was kind of like what they were expected to do. Just think of how many, like, nurses and school teachers we know just in our families as far as, like, older women. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and it's like, what if they had taken their creative talent and pursued that? Yeah. Even though it wasn't the norm, even if even though it wasn't a career that... Would have helped pay a lot of bills. They don't know if it would have helped pay a lot of bills because they didn't pursue that because that's not what they were told or taught that they should do to make money. Mm-hmm. Think of like how talented your grandmother is in crochet. So like, what if that was something that she act? Not saying it because I'm pretty sure she wanted to be a school teacher for sure. <clears throat> but say for instance she wanted to flip that and turn it into a business 
Okay. You know, it was it was probably that she never flipped it and turned it into a business because no one ever told her that that was something that she could do back then. Yeah, and see, I feel like times were different back then, too. <clears throat> well, time, times <clears throat> were definitely different back then. But however, I, like I said, times are different now. And I feel like if it's something that you want to do, something that you want to pursue... You should go and do it. Yeah, I feel like back then, like people don't were, stick around trying to, you know, wait on your relationship or right, you know, right. Just because you know that that's what people have always done. If, if you're True. in a committed relationship, or like you know, like I'm, I'm gonna wait here to see if he'll propose to me, or you know, to see if this relationship right. works out. Because wait at around. the end of the day, a man is not gonna wait mm. on the woman to do what he wants to do. Right. If there's something. That he wants to do, if it's in another city, another state, I didn't another career. I was a nice guy stuck around. But you had also <clears throat> already started your business. No, even so, when I was going to grad school, I thought about going to grad school at UCLA. I thought about moving, just going move, moving to LA, but just going to grad school out there. But I stuck around, you know, because one, I knew I wanted to get some stuff popping here and then two I had a girlfriend at the time and I was like alright dope girl stick around see where this goes and then even moving forward when I met you it was definitely like alright well stick around like I should have I could have moved to Nashville a lot sooner than I did but I don't want to be too far away from you because I know you were fast <laughs> and I knew if what? I left you <laughs> I knew if I left you in Murfreesboro and I came to do it out to get my stuff popping elsewhere, I would have come back and your fast ass would have been with somebody else. I just knew you were fast. Just putting it out there. Anyways, I, I just feel like if there's something that you're interested in, something that you want to pursue, I feel like your significant other shouldn't be a roadblock right. in whatever it is. That you want to do. Shouldn't be a roadblock. What you should be is an Uber. You should be a Lyft. Don't block me. Don't detour me. Don't slow me down. What you should do is help me. Be the driver. Get me to point A to point B. You motivate me. I'll do the rest. All I need is for you to be my encouragement and the person who believes in us. Not only that's, me, because I'm doing this for us. That's what I'm saying. It's kind of like uh, the last episode of This Is Us that I watched. Um, I, I feel like I'm like two episodes. That's the worst episodes. show ever. It's really not. It's, I feel like I'm like two or so episodes behind. Anyways. Um, so not even good. I'm like literally drawing a blank right now. But, but the black couple. Sterling. Yeah, but that's not his name in the show. Oh, okay. He and his wife, she was having a hard time. She was working at this big firm doing whatever. She got fired, mm -hmm. basically, or laid off, you know, whatever. She hadn't been able to find a job. She hadn't been able to bounce back from that. And then she took a break, and she was having a really hard time trying to figure out what she wanted to do. And then it was because of, I think it was because of, like, her mom. That was the reason why she was so, like, career-focused and career-driven. But... She really wanted to dance. Mm. And so she ended up um, going back to a dance studio. And 
that was how like the last episode that I watched ended. But she was like, I want to teach dance or whatever. Okay. So that's something that she always wanted to do. But her husband was fully supportive of her wanting to do that. You know, she was probably making a shitload of money in her professional career field. Right. And she decided that's not what she wanted to do anymore. And her Jeez. husband was 100% supportive of that. Yep. So... Like, that's why I said your significant other shouldn't be a roadblock. Even if the career that they're wanting to do isn't, like, the ideal career for bringing home all the money. Bringing home the bacon. Um, Don't block your significant <clears throat> other's creativeness. And just dreams in general. It could be that, like, somebody wants to go into a completely different field. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, I could be a teacher right now. And then I could decide that I want to go back to school to be a dentist. <laughs> Straight up. And then, you know, then I, I just expect you to say, okay, what what school you applying? To, yeah, I'm going to be a applying dentist. To, yeah. yeah, like, and then, like, the only thing you should discuss at this point is how you paying for dental school. <laughs> I feel like going back to, like, grandparents and our parents situation. Back in those days, I feel like people were taught the right thing to do was to go out, finish school, get a good job, have a family. Yeah. Now I feel like a lot of us, our thinking is, hey, we're going to do school, but we want to be the owners. We don't want to just go out here and Can't get a worry. good job. No, it's not what we want to do. We want to be, we want to have something that we can call our own. We want to be, quote unquote, the boss, but not in like, oh, I'm bossing you around, but I want to be the captain of my fate. I don't want anybody yeah, because, to tell I mean, me honestly, and navigate me through life. When you become <clears throat> the boss and you become the person making your own money, that's how you begin to break generational poverty. Right. You know, a lot of us come from, well, I don't, you don't necessarily. Here we go. But I do. You come from poverty and realistically... Can you break that chain by working a traditional job or by working from somebody for somebody else? And going even further, by having your own situation, then you can start to empower others and start creating wealth not only for you, but for other people in your community. And I think that's something that we all need to start looking towards. So if your significant other is on that path, you should, by all means, get behind them and help them. Um, so I feel like you guys need to have a good conversation. Think of a great plan and you stand by your significant other and help them if that dream is reasonable and attainable. I agree. Big old facts. Now, we've talked so much. Let's move on to the next segment. And yeah, I didn't know we talked this much either. Let's move on to the next segment, which is my favorite segment. Kick it! Now, unqualified advice from B-Love and B-Love's relationship. I got the keys, the keys, the keys. I'm sorry for clearing my voice so much, you guys. Please bear with me. Now, this week in B-Love's relationship... This tip is for my fellas. And just simply plain, I'm going to summarize it quickly. Please, fellas, 
let your significant other know what type of date that you guys are going on before you go so she could dress appropriately. Don't tell your girl you're going to take her out. And then when you pull up to her house, she has on a nice maxi dress with some stilettos. And then all of a sudden, you guys go on a hike. How is that going to make her feel? Trying to hike up a mountain, up a hill, wearing some tight shoes and a tight dress. Now, go ahead. and I'll just go ahead and say where this tip came from. Yes, sir. So this past weekend, you know, we said at the beginning of the podcast that we were at the zoo. So as we were leaving the zoo, we see this lady walking in a mini dress and some heels. She and was her hurting. feet are screaming. You know her ankles are almost breaking and it's just damn bitch my feet hurt. She was hurt. <laughs> no, that that's what she wants to say. And then you got the guy. Paul, he's my just boy kicking was dressed. it. He got his jeans on, his sneakers. Now he has construction weeks on. He Did has some Tims. Either way, more suitable for the zoo than her stilettos. So I was just like, damn. Because at first I was like, maybe it, it was like a lot of people around them. And at first it I was. genuinely thought that, you know, they were, it was like a family thing. And maybe they were coming from church and she just wasn't prepared. Nope. But then I realized it was just them two, which told me that they were actually on a fucking date. They were on a date so, date. I was like, oh man, that'll be my last date because you played me. He played her me and he played date. himself. And I'm thinking we're about <clears throat> to go somewhere nice, obviously, because I got on my dress and it's tight in my stilettos. Huh. And we at the zoo, fam. Take zoo. me home. So fellas. Or go in the gift shop and find me some flip-flops, fam. Like I'm not. <laughs> Funny, to stay on this date with you walking around the zoo in some heels. Funny thing about it is, Indy always will laugh at me or she kind of has a little slick comment when I when we're going out, getting ready to get ready to go out. And I say, India, what are you wearing to wherever we're going? Because God forbid we show up to one place looking like we're going to two different places. What if I have on some hard bottoms and India comes outside with some Air Max on? That's not cool. So make your intentions known up front. Don't have your lady walking around the zoo with stilettos on and a mini dress because you are not going to get any that night. She had been, she was walking like she had been in the club since they opened at nine. She had five corns. <laughs> she had five corns on one toe. You it know the walk like, where you tiptoeing and you got to hold on to your friend arm so you don't fall. She, she was holding on to buckle. the rail. Speaking of the zoo, did you hear about that jaguar that attacked that lady? I did. I was listening to it on the uh, radio this morning. That's crazy. And we were just and, at know, the zoo. Um, People were saying, or some, or... Some somebody was saying that they wanted to put Jaguar down, but the people on the radio made a good point. It's like, no, Jaguar was in his natural habitat. 
I made a good point. Jaguar did exactly what he was supposed to do in his habitat. <laughs> you know what I said? I said a Jaguar gone Jaguar. <laughs> I mean, what, what do you expect? You come up to me, I'm That's in the cage. That's what you want to take a damn selfie? Of course, I'm gonna try to rip your arm off because it looked good. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. The, the jaguar didn't do anything wrong. The jaguar did what is expected of a jaguar. <laughs> if somebody leaves me in the room full of Chick Fil A, what do you expect out of me? You think what I'm you gonna try to, to take do? a a picture? With a fucking Jaguar? A room full of free Chick-fil-A. I didn't even want to be and at the Red kangaroo Bull. exhibit. Yeah, you did. So if you go to the zoo in Nashville, the kangaroo exhibit, you can walk in and they're literally just out hopping. Like hopping right next to you. They're just out kicking it. But they don't bother you, apparently. I didn't even want to get too close to the kangaroos because I didn't want one to just pounce on me. And then it'd just be a situation because, you know, you got to protect Blake. And you don't know. I'm leaving you. You don't know. Me and Blake going to hop our ass on up out of the kangaroos. I'm not trying to mess with no animal that's in their own space, in their own zone. Because I I, I don't don't want nobody messing with me in my space. No, no. So that's B-Love's relationship. Fellas. And ladies, you as well, let your significant other know the type of date you guys are about to go on before you arrive. And without further ado, let's get into it. Let her upgrade you. What would India do? W-W-I-D. What would India do? Kick it! This uh, listener question has absolutely nothing to do with anything that we've talked about this episode. It's cool. So I'll get into it. Um, My friends are mostly people who have married or are dating someone they met in college, grad school, or medical school. So I feel like they are out of touch when it comes to modern dating, despite pushing me to date. I've tried to explain how unrealistic it is to think a guy, especially a non-religious one, is going to be exclusive and wait months for sex. I want to note that I am nowhere close to being a 10, quote-unquote 10. They say I am being a pessimist. Am I wrong for thinking that a non-religious guy isn't going to be exclusive and wait months for sex? Um... The reason why I will wait is because I'm a virgin. Mm. Um, and then it says, why exclusivity to protect against STDs? Well, I mean. We're going to talk about that next episode. <laughs> I was, you should have well, saved that for next episode. Why? I didn't know. STDs, you know, you can use condoms. Virgin. I, if you've decided that you're not going to have sex until you're married, stick with it. Stick with it. Because you're going to be mad when you have sex with somebody and it ain't what you thought it was going to be. Now, I do think you are wrong in, think- in thinking that a non-religious guy isn't going to be exclusive. Because there's somebody for everybody. Facts. Um, Somebody will wait. Of just got to find the right person that's willing to wait. Somebody else is out there who's probably a virgin, like the bachelor, who's looking for a girl to go ahead and give his virginity to. Yeah, and I mean, I've 
I've known of someone who was a virgin and their partner was not a virgin and they waited until they were married. Now, I will say that couples who decide not to have sex while they're dating and, you know, to wait until they're married, they do get married a lot faster than couples who are just out here having sex. This is true. Um, Cause they want to see what they're But I can't necessarily like. blame you for getting married faster because... Curiosity killed that cat. Exactly. Exactly. Um, My question would be for this young lady. How old is she? Because at the point of our lives, say she's 28, 32. Well, she said all of her friends so I'm guessing, are right. dating someone or are married, you know, from people from college, yeah. grad school, medical school. If they're in medical school, then they at least are like 28. 29, So 30. I'm guessing she's anywhere between 28 and 32. At that age, I don't know too many men that are willing, or not willing, but I don't know too many people who are just sitting around waiting. It's sad to say, but this age, people want to go ahead and see what it, what it is. Like, if, if, having sex won't hurt or help anything. It's just, you know, just having sex at this point. I think people are looking for more stability with the person versus like, hey, is sex good at 28? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. However, like I said, since she's already made this commitment to herself, um, I feel like she should stay on that path. No, I agree with that and 100%. I feel like God or whoever she believes in will bring that person to her who is willing to wait months so for where, her to have sex. So where should she go out and try to find these guys? Should she go to ChristianMingle.com? <laughs> should she go to the singles ministry at church? I don't know where she should go because like I said, I don't feel like you should go any particular place. place. Like I said this in the previous episode, you shouldn't go in to any particular place expecting to meet someone. Why don't we set this person up with the other uh, with, with the male listener from <laughs> last week and they may hit it off in a real way. I don't think he's willing to wait months for sex. You don't know that. Okay. Alright. Well, that's all I got. Well, to do a quick recap, B-Love's relationship this week it's all about letting your significant other know what type of date and activity you guys will be partaking in while going out. And WWID? I do think that you are wrong because I do feel like when it's meant for you to meet somebody who is willing to wait on you, that will happen no matter your age. Well, there I don't you feel have like it. you should have to just. You know, date no any damn body. Date who you want to date. Date them all, baby. There you have it. India, tell the people where they can find you. India.Marie on Instagram. If you want some clothes, shop Indie Boutique. That's the Instagram handle and the website. And you can find me at BLOVE1911 on all social platforms. And once again, Gratitude is our attitude, and we thank you all for listening week in and week out. Or if you're a new listener, hey, keep.
keep listening and also reach out to us at she and I podcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram at she and I podcast and it's at Instagram. Now, I want to again apologize for the voice that I have. Next episode, my voice will be back to normal. I promise it will. And it's been fun. It's been real. She, 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 I, 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 I,